0: What's up everybody this is jeffrey lyle's you're rocking live with lyle's movie files joining me tonight just wondering on your little brother jace how you doing doing good how are you i am good brother i'm good we are recording this on mandalorian season two eve so happy the child day to you this is the way indeed it is all right as usual, a lot of stuff. Let's get into it. So MGM apparently was discussing with streaming services like Hulu and Netflix about buying the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. Reportedly, they wanted eight hundred million dollars to put this out on these streamer services. And I feel like when I initially heard that number, that sounded crazy. But eight hundred million. Does seem to be a pretty fair price when you consider domestic, let's say three hundred million gross, maybe. Uh, That's unrealistic in COVID times, but 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 probably not too far off the mark for a regular non-pandemic time. And then you factor in whatever international money they would make as well. What do you think about this? I mean, this didn't happen, but maybe this is the first. I don't know, reach out attempt at going this, let's sell it to a streaming service from a big production company for a big blockbuster film.
1: Again, this is the first time I've heard the number floated around. And I was like, they're out of their full mind. But I think we've talked about like some of those James Bonds have made, I mean, some of the recent ones have made over a billion dollars. So you'd think, all right, you have, you have a potential to make maybe $300 million profit. But the problem is streaming service is just, you're not going to get new growth or new subscribers based on, I mean, unless you do the Disney Plus idea of premium pricing. Otherwise, it's just like, we're not going to get anything out of this other than having maybe the exclusive rights to this. And... And maybe that would be the thing is like they would never have to give up the rights to that. So you would have to, if you were buying Netflix, that was the only way you would see Die Another Day, other than Blu-ray.
0: No time to die. Die Another Day was a long time ago. I, yeah, I just watched that one. Yeah. That's, not good. That's stuck in your head. Yeah. But yeah, I, I kind of feel like that exclusivity would offer up some incentive for streamers to consider maybe not at this price. I'm thinking maybe more of the 300 million for say a Disney animated film. I'm using that as a bad example because of Disney Plus, but for something along those lines where it's okay, we could get that money back and we could say this is the exclusive home of it. I don't think that Netflix could count on 2 million, 3 million for having No Time
1: to Die exclusive to their streaming service. Yeah, because they just, I mean, they raised their prices up today, but it's not any, you couldn't accommodate them unless you create an exclusive category of streaming option, new streaming option, like uh, extra $10 a month for exclusive streaming content.
0: So I'm still reading and getting more information. Apparently, MGM won $600 million for a one-year license.
1: Oh, gosh, no. That's not working. I mean, that you wouldn't make up. I mean, because it's like, if you, if, if you say like a five-year license, that freezes the market out and actually can change subscriber decisions. But one year, that's that's not getting you anything, unless maybe you got the exclusive rights and then you got some of the Blu-ray rights, which I'm sure I'm sure the Blu-ray market isn't even. Work that as much as it used to be like five years ago. So now, nah, that's a bad call. Bad call, Ripley.
0: Well, that's why <laughs>
1: nobody, nobody jumped on it. Um,
0: but I, I think this is definitely going to be something that we continue to see discussed further because no news, no reports are positive in the fact that this time next year will be in movie theaters. Yeah.
1: I mean, the fact you got 90,000 people in the U.S. getting the virus today. It's like I'm thinking even with the num I mean, the numbers are just going to keep freaking people out at least for the next six months. I mean, so if, if you're I mean, again, you're better served if you're a regal or somebody like that to create a streaming app immediately and use that as your vehicle and just hopefully you can use that. To keep your movie theaters alive. But anybody else? Not.
0: Nah, Javon mentioned that, but they're not really making money off of people going to watch a movie. Their money comes from concessions. And, you know, it's, it's not a dollar for dollar that they get when people buy a movie ticket. It's that soda and popcorn that they can jack up, the candy that's $5 when you can go to Five and Below and get it for a buck. Uh, not that we've done that ever, not, all the not, time. No, I'm 100% done that. <laughs> One hundred percent, and I'm sure most people listening have as well. Uh, but yeah, so DC Warner Brothers is in that same boat. They're still trying to figure out if they want to keep this thought that Wonder Woman 1984 is going to come out on on Christmas. I just feel like they're wasting time at this point, where they should just go, okay,
1: we're going to postpone it. When? Who knows? Yeah, you know, but here, okay. We, I know we t- we talked about that a couple of times. It's like. If you're DC, it's like all right. Marvel. I mean, let's 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 say we're actually in a competing business with Marvel. They're gonna have like five movies on next year, ready to go.
0: You're saying that, but I mean, I, and I'm seeing daily reports. Hey, they're shooting this. Tom Holland's on the set of Spider-Man Three. He's all set. He's read the script. He's ready to shoot. But I don't know. I think I think honestly, we're just gonna get TV shows. Movies are a no-win prospect right now, and I think all the effort they're putting into any studio into making movies, unless they're intending to put it on a streaming service, is not worth it. Unless it's, hey, we're shooting this to go into Disney Plus or Netflix, it's a waste of time. People aren't going to theaters in any amount of time or for any foreseeable future to justify movie release. You know, putting it out
1: in, on a theatrical release schedule. Well, let's say if you if you've already sunk costs into this, and you're like, hey, we can make 300 million from an exclusive deal, and we have to we have to treat the budget like that, or we just take the loss for it this year. Like Wonder Woman, that thing has been in the can for two years. It's oh, a dis- they were still finishing it. They were they were that was like. They're saying they were finishing it. It's literally like, yeah, we we need to put a special effect on. We didn't. They probably didn't have to do reshoots. Like they could have had that out against Captain Marvel or later on at some. They didn't. That's their mistake. And then it's like, so it's like, all right, whoever is in charge of DC, be like, all right, let's have it. So if we got something, we got Wonder Woman ready to go. What is the next movie? And let's make sure we have two movies come out. Whatever year they're going to come out, we're going to have at least two movies come out. Like this whole Shazam, Black Adam thing, waiting four years, that's not going to happen because everybody else is going to age out. Let's just come up with, here's our next ten movies, make them happen. And they got five, and they got three years to make them happen. Come I up just with- don't think they know
0: when they're going to be able to get to theaters, which is why I think it's a fool's errand to go, okay, we're shooting. And I get that it makes sense to shoot these films while you're have the ability to do it. But I mean, they could be shooting Spider-Man three and it not come out till
1: 2023. I was going to say, I think 2022 It's like, if you're an optimist, you put your projections to 2022. Well, Jace, I can't help it, but I'm an optimist. (laughs) The the, the, uh, i I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Copyrighted on that one. Um, Yeah, but if you say 2022, we, we tell our shareholders, everybody, that's when we're going to do it. Make it a sad announcement, you know, get it out on the on the wires ahead. We're shooting stuff just to keep, for our actors to look the same age and not have to use CGI to be <laughs> age. But we're going to shoot as much stuff as we can. And then we will release them when it's safe for people to come out. Gosh, that, man
0: that that just seems like such a i don't know i really think that the smart play and this is where disney really has the advantage over a lot of these other studios and companies is they have that disney plus platform it's like i don't think anybody else was as prepared for this pandemic as is netflix because they have tons of stuff but disney I think is showing a nice ability to be flexible and adapt to pandemic life with how they're approaching their stuff. Like we have the Mandalorian coming out and that is, I mean, people were like on fire for it last year. Now everyone is going to watch it. Oh, it's something new. Oh, it's a good thing. Wow. Yeah. I heard about this show. Let me watch what happened in the first season. Yeah. I can get this for
1: 70 bucks. Sold. Yeah, it's like my my renewal came up. I'm like, why are you asking me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you have the option of canceling? Yeah, let's just get, give me my Mandalorian. We're not we're not playing these games. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and you like, like I said, it's like you got new content, and because we are star for content, people are gonna be like, I heard about this show. I'll subscribe to Disney Plus for a year. That's cheaper than almost three movie tickets. Like, why not? And I can watch like all these other stuff I used to watch now sold. Yeah, I mean, it
0: is 100% a, I mean, it, it's a, it's a lock. I mean, there's no reason not to. Um, But man, it, it just keeps giving me that thought that DC and Warner's has HBO Max and they're working on that Green Lantern show, which probably, in all likelihood, it won't be out until maybe even later, this time next year. Um, and they don't have shows in the tank that they're working on for it. I guess they, they started stuff with Titans. Yeah, they got Titans. And um, yeah, but they're, they're showing, they're showing uh, a still of what they're going to have Red Hood look like, which indicates to me that they probably haven't started shooting which means it'll probably be late summer, mid-fall before we start seeing that.
1: Okay. Well, I, I, I saw that when you posted it on uh But I'm trying to figure how they're going to throw Red Hood in there without any setup. I'm just like, you're not going to bring and <laughs> you Are you going to bring, I mean, I mean, I know now that we've kind of establish that there's a whole different universe for Titan Worlds. Like, are you guys coming up with another Joker? I mean, Are you going to have a racial ghoul? I mean, it's like there's a lot of stuff that goes with Red Hood versus just, you know, Jason Todd's just pissed off and wants to be, you know, a little more active vigilante.
0: I think they can work around that. I mean, he's the kind of character. He could just go off and go nuts. And I don't think that's a big hurdle for them to get over. I think they can work that out with no problem.
1: Well, I mean, well, the problem is you're gonna have if they release their version of Jason Todd, they're gonna have two versions of Red Hood that come out—one on the animated show and then one on the live-action show, both at the same time. It's like—I mean, I mean—the good thing is they're both on HBO Max. But if you want to try and bump up, you know, subscriber—I mean, uh, viewership numbers—you might people might change make, say. A decision that they're not gonna mess with one versus the other.
0: Hmm. What is this
1: other version you're talking about? Um, Young Justice.
0: Oh man, I think the audience on HBO Max knows that deal. They're not. It's not gonna be a thing of. Well, I don't know. Should we pay attention to this? I think they're perfectly fine with that audience that would invest in either one of those shows. That so mm-hmm. they won't have to worry. Now the question I have for you is, Zack Snyder apparently is hard at work now on the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which is, is basically his own sequel, her expansion pack of Justice League, with $70 million of reshoots. And I mean, that's not the same movie. That is like the, hey, here's what I would have done version. I'm curious if they have enough content that they could crank out smaller bite size. I don't. I don't know. I just feel like there's something there with that. That if this starts getting a favorable, you know, approach or people are like, "Hey, this is good, Zach. Yeah, let's do this." That he is not starting or in the process of shooting Justice League two while he's doing a Snyder cut
1: of Justice League. Um. I, and let's say it's like, didn't I hear that they were having a you know, Ben Affleck was coming back for kind of like not TV, but kind of HBO Max version of yeah. that? Uh huh. So, with that, and it, I mean, it looks like, I mean, Deathstroke, whatever the heck they were going to do with Deathstroke, it looks like they're not going to do. So, I think you've got, you have some episodes there ready to go. Uh, I, I think, I mean, I mean, depends on how Ezra Miller's if, what they decide to do with his flash. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, he's the only, I, he's the only one I think would be kind of cheap enough that they could get to do quote unquote TV. <laughs> uh, but the rest of them, I mean, I mean well. I'm sorry, Jason Momoa is already in Sun on H. I mean, uh, Apple TV. So he might not shoot shoot him down. Uh, I mean, especially if these other shows are going to be like, I mean, movies are going to be like five years off before they decide to do sequels. They might be like, hey, I'll take a paycheck. I'm going with that.
0: Yeah. Real, real real interesting here. All right, so I mentioned that Mandalorian Season 2 is coming out tomorrow, uh, probably today by the time you're listening to this, but what are you hoping and expecting to see out of this Season 2? There's been a million rumors about a gazillion characters who could show up including boba fett ezra bridger uh ahsoka i mean a ton what do you want to see uh well
1: i am i made the mistake of seeing um uh, some of the cast lists and this and It's like oh wow this this person's showing up oh this person's showing up for this many episodes but it's the one character kind of speculated that Sasha Banks could be, I'm actually very intrigued to see if that if she turns out, if she comes out to be who the rumor is she might be. Thanks for not spoiling that. I appreciate you. I know. I know. <laughs> but I know you don't. You, you say, hey, I'm invested. I like the show. don't need to see. All I need is a bare minimum trailer. I'm good. Right. Um, yeah. But I, if you've seen the rest of Rebels, I'm hoping they don't, let, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. So I am not quite almost done with Rebels.
1: I know. That's, I Again, I'm still using the same philosophy. I'm hoping they don't let the end of Rebels take over Mandalorian. Um, I I mean, Mandalorian is a great universe of after, you know, a nice seeing what happens to all our friends in Star Wars universe since we'll never see them again, of um, – you know, maybe i will make a movie again someday. I don't know. But until then, Mandalorian is the best thing we got. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm oh, just, God. Yeah. I mean, just, and, and, and you know, I, I actually want to see more of Kara uh, Dune because I thought she was a cool character. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I mean, especially if you, you have some of these people that are rumored to be there, I would love, I mean, her story could come tie in really well with them. And, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of de- I mean, there's a lot of stuff we don't know about the Mandalorian. So like, that, I think that'll be fun to see too. Like where where the rest of the Mandalorians like they're not all just on uh what,
0: what was the world
1: they were on? Did they ever mention it? Mandalorian? Oh. Yeah, you yeah. but what was the plan that all the rest of the Mandalorian crew was? I don't think they mentioned that. Yeah. So yeah, that's undefined though. So. I'm I, mean, I just say I, when it when it drops on Fridays, I will be very. I will be very enjoying that, you know, during my work from home days. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I, I can't
0: wait for that. I have really stayed far away from anything hinting at spoilers. I've been rewatching it again, just in preparation for it, and I'm assuming we're going to get the same quality. The trailers that I've seen looked amazing, and I'm really
1: excited about something with Star Wars, which is a really good thing, because
0: the movies, the sequel trilogy,
1: did nothing for me. No, those those were fan fiction movies, and just move on. But I do say, if you have the time tonight, you may want to try and finish as much of Rebels as possible. Okay. All right. I'll do that.
0: Yeah. The thing is, I've been trying to hold off because it was like there's nothing else on the horizon. Now there is something. So, yeah. All right. Hey everybody, in the grand tradition of misery and other shut-in horror films, we've got a special Halloween treat for you. The terrifying suspense thriller Spell, starring Amari Hardwick from the TV show Power and Loretta Divine, is premiering at home today. Marquise, played by Amari Hardwick, awakens from a plane crash, imprisoned by a mysterious woman practicing hoodoo magic. He desperately tries to break free to save his family from the sinister rituals that await. Buy or rent Spell, today on digital. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. You don't have to buy it though, because lucky listeners right now can get free digital passes to check out the movie at home today. All you've got to do is go to Lyle's Movie Files or email lyle'smoviefiles at gmail.com to get your free passes today. This movie looks a lot of fun, and I know we're all kind of stuck at home right now, can't go over friends' houses and do a big, scary movie marathon. But this might be the next best thing. Spell looks like a lot of fun. Check it out. Get your passes today from Lyle's Movie Files and Paramount Pictures. Now back to the rest of the show. So with this new Suicide Squad movie, which is not a reboot, not a remake, more like a continuation with the refocusing of the franchise, James Gunn said he was given the option to kill anyone, including major moneymaker Harley Quinn, which we know is pretty probably just lip service. Like, hey, James, you can kill anybody, including Harley. Just not not do it.
1: it. (laughs) Just not not do it, seriously. Yeah. uh, The fact that Will Smith isn't, I mean, Eldris is a big star, but it's like, who knows? I mean, he didn't want to stick around for uh, any more Thor movies, so you never know how, I mean, he might be like, yeah, I'll take this paycheck, it's cool, but I'm I'm good getting killed off. I think that flexibility does help the series. Like, Well,
0: I think what's really helpful is there's so many loser characters here with this <laughs> squad. Um, we have a pretty good idea that John Cena's Peacemaker is probably going to make it since he's going to have his own HBO Max series. But everybody else is pretty much fair game beside Harley. And I'd assume Captain Boomerang and Rick Flag. Those are the four characters that I think are protected everybody else can get killed without any kind of, oh, man, I can't believe they killed
1: him. Yeah, Boomerang's there. Okay. I I mean, I just, I just, I mean, I I recently watched Suicide Squad and I'm like, they barely touched Captain Boomerang. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, if it wasn't for the Flash came here, I wouldn't have a clue who that dude was. So. uh, But, I mean, like, I know when we saw like the DC fandom and they saw like you saw the screenshot of all the characters, like "loser, loser." I know his name, "loser, loser." <laughs> so it means like you could basically come up with a little fun, not ridiculous ways for these guys to die on this mission, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah,
0: it is. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. And it's another one, because it's like, there's nothing going on, so it's just more
1: endless hype about films that we don't know when we're going to see them in theaters. Yeah, but I guess that's that's my thing, is like, if we're talking about, like, all you guys, cast reads and all this stuff for three DC movies, it's like, all right, we need to make sure all three of them are on the same schedule for the same year, and go from there. Like, let's, all this, you know, spacing about every three years is just stupid. I don't think
0: it's it's that whole I don't think it's that simple. I think it's we don't know when we can release these movies. Let's push it out to a far date. That way we don't have a situation
1: like we have a Wonder Woman where we're pushing it back every month. Well, okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like but put it on put it on a far enough back burner that you're like, Hey, twenty twenty two, we can put all three of these movies out. Like we will not be dominated by Marvel, three of these movies and have the next ones ready to go for twenty twenty three
0: we shall see alright let's see last thing CW announced the premiere date for its CW verse and this is interesting because um, with Arrow gone Supergirl I guess the best way to say is on hiatus right now in Legends of Tomorrow I don't know what the status is with that either Um, and no green arrow on the Canaries spinoff we have four CW shows, and they are very different than, you know, we've had before. Basically, the only uh, long-term shows that are coming back are the Flash and Black Lightning right now. We're basically getting a new Batwoman, which, I mean, for all intents and purposes, is a a new show now with a new Batwoman and Superman and Lois. So they are coming out. Batwoman starts off January 17th. Then we wait basically a month. Before February eighth premiere of Black Lightning, then you got to wait another couple weeks before the Flash and Superman and Lois debut on February twenty third. And for people who recap, like your boy, that's gonna be a tricky day because they're back to back. And I kind of feel like maybe they should
1: spread out their superhero stuff, but that that's just me. Well, I mean, like super, like if I like Batwoman more. Watching that and then going into Supergirl would have been perfect. Yeah. But, I mean, I know, for, like you said, for you who recap, that's, that's kind of A. But for the rest of it, it's like, oh, I got an hour. I mean, I got my whole night. If I don't want to watch the Sunday Night Football game, I can watch this and good. But, well, I think it's more of a deal that
0: I think Superman is probably strong enough to hold his own in terms of being the showcase for a night of the week. Like how they had Supergirl. I mean, they, they weren't stacking all these shows on you know, on their own. Uh, black Lightning was paired a lot with Flash, which made sense because they were family-oriented films, or films, shows, and there were a lot of black characters in Flash, which led in nicely to Black Lightning, that yeah. had a predominantly black
1: cast. Well, if you look at, like, kind of, like, I, I was just looking at, like uh, like, Supernatural today, and some of the random shows they have on their network now, like on their Wednesday and Thursday night schedules, like, none of those would probably be good follow-ups from superhero shows. Like, some one's like a medieval show or something. I don't know. Uh, some's a combination of horror stories. Like, none of these seem like, after this, once you finish watching Black Lightning, you should watch things go up in the dark. It's like, no, that, that's not going to work. It's like, this is what we had Supernatural for. But now that's off. I think they do need to kind of consolidate their superhero night These are our three superhero nights. And if you're good to go. I got you. All right.
0: Um, Which of those two slash three shows that I mentioned that are not currently on the schedule are you looking forward to seeing come back?
1: I am looking forward to seeing Flash come back to finish no, out. no, not
0: those shows. The one Supergirl,
1: Legends, and Green Air on the Canaries. I am looking forward to Flash coming back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean it's like Supergirl. Again, I'm really hoping they don't I, I'm hoping whatever they do, whatever they magic they put in a little bubble for the first half of the season, they wrap that up nice and tight and snug, you know, like a little buddy, like, you know, a little bear, kid's teddy bear, and make that happen. That's, that needs to be the season, because if it goes to the point where the end of the season and that is basically going to be end of the series, it's trash, I'm always going to have a bad taste on that show. Like, they need to figure out, it's like, all right, we are paving way for Superman, but it's like, Let's make it look like Kara was the one who paved the way for him, even though that might make some of us eyes roll. But we need to make it kind of a good handoff. Uh, I mean, it's like, how are we going to basically have Kara wiped off the board forever and actually treated like, you know, is she going to go to Argo and just say, hey, I'm done with Earth, Bye. Or are we going to have her, like, go to the legend, I mean, the uh, uh, of superheroes where she can actually be with mon for the rest of her life? Like, maybe set it – I mean, maybe start setting something up like that and work, and it could work a little better. But if they do, like, kind of – how they ended – what was it? The – whatever – I think it was, like, the season where all the uh, – what are the guys where Mono's from? Daxamites? Yeah. Daxamites. Yeah. yeah, if they ended, like, that season, I will never watch anymore. I mean, I, will, I won't buy the Blu-rays or anything. I was just like, hey, this was recommended for you on Netflix. No dice. (laughs) I'm hoping they just ended on a good note.
0: I feel like that's impossible based off how the last season ended, where Kara was dead wrong and still was made to (laughs) look like she was in the right, which I had real issues with because I was fully team uh, Lena. Are you going
1: to continue watching this show? Um.
0: so the deal is, I don't really watch this show week to week anymore because it's just it's. I got tired of them trying to bend over backwards to protect Kara, and I was looking. My father-in-law or my in-laws were in town, and I was, my father-in-law has gotten into Supergirl. I desperately tried to get him to watch Arrow and Flash, but he's he was like watching Supergirl. So we were watching then the end of season one and into season two, and I was just like, gosh, they really. Don't like if you look at Kara's legacy over what is it, six seasons now? She is they really kind of made her a homewrecker, which is trash to do with your main character. They basically broke her and they broke up James and his wife. and He was like, Well, I don't care about you anymore, Lucy. I'm all about Kara. In one episode, she's like, You know what? I think it's better to be, we're friends. Uh, okay, and Monel is married but then well it's just a matter of convenience it doesn't matter i really want to be with you and then well yeah it doesn't matter and it's like that was
1: terrible i feel like i'm forgetting another one that was also equally bad no i mean we haven't found out william's married that she takes him away from his there's still, still some hope on that front but just a bad bad look yeah, they, they, they make her a. I think they're short, what they're trying to do is make her kind of relatable. But it's the problem is everybody cosigns with all of her faults. Like, oh, don't worry about you breaking up them. It's okay. You yeah. go, girl power. It's like, like I don't I mean, even
0: know if it's so much girl power. I just feel like it's the writers don't realize that it's okay for her to be wrong and to own being wrong. Like the whole deal with Lena, where it's like, you know what, yeah I, yeah, I was dishonest with you. I lied to you for a good year, but you need to get over it. That was ridiculous. She's like, um, that's not how that works. You can't but, just tell someone you lied to to get over it. Yeah. I'm tired of apologizing, and if you're not down with me, then forget you. And at the end of the season, Lena has to go crawling back to her, like, yeah, I'm sorry. We, That was
1: like, Lex, Lex is bad. Yeah, but is Supergirl, who also has done X, you know. Her own dirt broke, you know, it's like, could you, could? Is Lena, it's like, they're almost like, Lena's smarter than Lex, but Lex magically, you know, he's he's more cunning, but it's like, hey, if I had somebody, you know, a super person on my side, I wouldn't have to worry about Lex, so if you didn't lie to me half my day on time in Metropolis, I might have been, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, now, where, what is the city where? National City. National City? It's like, I'm always trying to figure out who Supergirl is, but it's like, oh, it's my best friend, but I don't care. I'm going to just keep lying. Oh, everybody else knows, but you, you're a luther. You're so bad. Oh, wait. you're Now you know about it. You, you're you supposed to tell me as soon as you knew about it, like five minutes ago. Yeah. It's,
0: it's bad. Yeah, so, I don't know how I it, it got right. onto this bashing Supergirl's writing, but
1: it does. It, it's it doesn't good. work for you week to week.
0: It does. And I was watching, I'm really hoping that Batwoman doesn't make those same mistakes with their new lead because I want to I wanna like Batwoman. And I was kind of tolerating it with uh, Kate because I felt that she was the weakest part of the show, which you don't want with your main character, of course.
1: Did you like the ending of that season of Black,
0: Batwoman? Like it was okay. I mean, it was one of those deals because I'm pretty sure I feel like Right after I watched it, right, I knew it was that Ruby Rose was leaving before I watched it. So
1: it was like, yeah, this doesn't really count or matter. Well, I'm I'm talking about like the Bruce Wayne part of it. It's like that why he just pieced out. I'm like,
0: I don't know. I, I think that was a really questionable decision if they weren't quite sure what they were doing with her.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Okay.
0: All right, well, that'll do it for this one. Uh, You got any nominees for dummies of the week? Because I've got one. I'm going to let you take this one, bro. All right, so like most people during the pandemic, Kim Kardashian had a birthday. And unlike most people during this pandemic, she decided to rent out an island so she could celebrate her 40th. And people on social media were not happy. I thought it was really interesting that. there were some fans who were like, oh, you guys look so cute. This is so amazing. Queens. It's like, this, this is ridiculous. But so many people were, like, really trashing and bashing, making up memes and all this stuff. And then Kim decided, you know what? Bump y'all. So then she posted some more photos with them on the on the beach during nighttime, which looked like a photo shoot. Because I can't believe an iPhone 12 or 40, whatever version we're on now, could take photos that nice.
1: Hey they got the rich people phone. Ah yes, that version. Uh, yeah
0: so that that's mine because I just feel like eh. Let, let's uh let's read the room a little bit better. Nobody wants to see a celebrity showing off their money right now. It's not
1: the move. Yeah I mean again this this is the the end of potentially the Kardashian fame. Tree, I mean them wrapping up the show. So it's like, you know what? I mean, I, it's like it—it it, it, it seems like one of them. Like, screw y'all. I didn't. I didn't. I just used y'all for the money.
0: <laughs> you, you haven't figured that out by now. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, yeah. So, it, it's real tricky with them. Yeah. So now that I put out one, do you have one? Oh,
1: uh, I, I got one, and I'm I'm still trying to see if I think the dude's a dummy or not, but. Um, the guy from the World Series do, uh, who oh, tested yeah. positive, like, games, you know, 7 p.m. the day before the game, but then all of a sudden they win the World Series and then he's jumping on the field, hey, I got to celebrate, ah. you know, Oh, yeah, I, I just tested positive from COVID. This won't have a problem. Yay. And now, and it, I mean, MLB is like, we don't even have a clue how we're going to discipline you because this is so ridiculous. And I'm I'm thinking it's like, do, do they like find a dude? Do they find an organization? I'm, I'm so maybe maybe the, maybe the better one is like the MLB for not figuring out, hey, this dude's gonna run on the field if they haven't won a World Series in his whole career, and it's finally here. He's not gonna want to celebrate getting the team pictures. It's like maybe that's on y'all. So I
0: mean, I mean, I think it's also a deal of why can't you wear a mask? That hurt.
1: Cause the virus is is it, it doesn't exist, man. Just I'm over this, man. Yeah. So I think, I think people's attitude about like
0: yeah, I'm I'm good on this, and like you said, people are still getting the virus. So,
1: I, to be, it's like again, I, I think the worst thing is like say somebody dies from that, I would literally 100% sue his ass. I'd be like, no, you re- had no disregard for my family, me and my family. I'm suing your ass. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Hopefully everybody's safe and, you know, if somebody gets sick, you know, hopefully it's a teammate who punches them in the face. So here's that.
0: We'll see.
1: All right, bro. Well,
0: thanks for rolling with me. As always, I cannot wait to start talking about Mandalorian season two, which we will begin next week. So let's get ready. Let's get excited. We'll see you back next week. Thank you for rolling with me as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Live Movie Files has been filed.